Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys. Is a man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Goss, and this is Stupidity. Here we go, Jim. Tony. Welcome in to another episode of Stupidity, the biggest podcast in the world. Thanks to you. Please subscribe, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. By doing so, you've made this the number one podcast in the world. Bigger than Oprah. How about that? I'm Billy Gill. Stugatz isn't here today. Well, he is here today. Today's his birthday. Happy birthday, Stugatz. It's his 50th birthday. So if you're listening to this, Maybe reach out to Stugatz, tweet at Stugatz. If you have his phone number, call Stugatz, text Stugatz. Tell Stugatz happy birthday. Wish Stugatz a happy birthday because you know what? He deserves it, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so all week long, Stugatz has been negotiating with Tony Baselli, but it's like a one-way negotiation because Tony Baselli hasn't been involved. But Stugatz wants to take credit for getting Tony Baselli into the Hall of Fame, and he thinks that he deserves certain things for Tony Baselli getting into the Hall of Fame, even though he didn't really do much to get Tony Baselli into the Hall of Fame. Now, on the other side, Dan Lebitard doesn't seem to think that Tony Baselli should be in the Hall of Fame or that any Jacksonville Jaguar should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, and the two of them have kind of been at odds. Now, Added to all that, Tony Baselli apparently is a big listener of the show and has heard that Dan Lebitard doesn't think that he or any Jacksonville Jaguar should be in the Hall of Fame. So after a number of texts and calls, Tony Baselli agreed to come on with Stu Gatz so that Stu Gatz could, one, congratulate him and two, see how much he can get out of Tony Baselli and Hall of Fame weekend. So... Negotiations are about to begin now. Dan was at the dentist. We made Dan aware of the fact that Tony Baselli was calling in. And what you're going to hear now is Stu Gatz 
trying to negotiate and strong arm Tony Baselli into giving him things Hall of Fame weekend and Dan zooming in from the dentist with the dental thing around like the bib around his neck um, possibly mid dental procedure and likely going to be arguing with Tony Baselli. And all this is brought to you by our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of MLB. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now using code STU for a special offer. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday? Place the same game parlay today using code STU only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. Miller Lite. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Oh my gosh, folks, gather around. Everyone gather around, listen to these words. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out. New customers, listen to me, you bet just five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up? There's a mother f-ing Hall of Famer. <laughs> you look different. Oh yeah, much different. You look like oh. a Hall of Famer. How, how about your How about your boy Levitard? I mean, there it is. Yes, go. I mean, come on. I mean, really? I mean, uh, does it, 
Has, have you guys forgotten down there that the Jaguars beat the Dolphins last year? I mean, well, listen. Every text I mean, you have sent me, I have uh, I have shared with Dan and our audience. Okay, so they know that you're upset with him. I did remind him <laughs> that the Jaguars beat the Dolphins last year, but Levitar doesn't care. Levitar's about Levitar. Levitar doesn't even like the Dolphins. Okay, um, what is what is he like besides complaining about everything? Exactly. Well, that's a that's a good question, Tony. Um, he likes to complain. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean who's pissed that. you off more during this process, Levitard or Bruce Smith? Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> at least uh, you know Bruce is a Hall of Famer. Right? You know, we're good. <laughs> Bruce and I are good. I mean, Levitard now. I mean, that guy. I mean, literally, the, like everything's wrong. The sky's falling. The world's falling apart. You know. Sports are terrible. The world's terrible. I mean, golly, I mean, everything negative. Yeah. They, and then he attacks the Jaguars. That was his final straw. I mean, I just, you know. Well, listen, he is. Uh, we just requested him to come on here. So you two could fight. And Tony, we stand with you. OK, you know, I don't stand with Levitard. <laughs> well, You're my end game. Me and you doing afternoon drives. I helped you get into the Hall of Fame. We're going in together. I feel like we're well, going okay. in together. Right. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Not really. Yeah, but yes, sort of. I mean, right. the, sort of not really, though. Uh-huh. And, and here's the reality, Stu. I also know you're you're for me. Right now. Yeah, and you'll be for Levitard on the show tomorrow. That's not true. <laughs> are, are, are you are you, are you going after him a little bit for me? Well, first off, I have defended you because I think you are a certain uh, first off, you waited too long to get to the Hall of Fame. That's what I keep saying. Okay, now I was fending off Levitard. I was fending off Greg Cody, who debates whether or not you should. (laughs) Okay, you are on an all decade team for six years. You were the best left tackle in football. I've spoken to Peter King. I've spoken to Jason Taylor. I've spoken to a number of guys who all agree that you are a surefire Hall of Famer, that you have waited too long, it's unfair. Now, if you're saying that I am just telling you that to your face. No, and then no, you've been up, good. You're good with that. Like I'm that good. much, I've always said you belong in the Hall of Fame. The guy who's about to pop into our Zoom right now, oh my he gosh. is at the dentist right now. He is the guy. He's the guy who doesn't think you should be a Hall of Famer. He is the guy threatening to put up billboards in Jacksonville and Canton saying Baselli's not a Hall of Famer, that he stands with Bruce Smith. Uh, so I'm going <laughs> to let the two of you have at it because I told them, you will go up there with your bare hands, take that billboard down, and you will kill him with it. Okay, I mean, and you should. I mean, <laughs> you have every right to be pissed at Levitard. Well, I, I hope that I hope the dentist doesn't use any Novocaine and just rips those ugly teeth out of your mouth, Jeez. one by one. Listen to me, Baselli. <laughs> Listen to me. I am intent on ruining your Hall of Fame celebration. I am. I have just emerged from a dentist chair so that I can hurry up and make calls all over the place to financial people to raise resources so that your entire drive to Canton, there are billboards on the streets that say Baselli is not a Hall of Famer. He never was a Hall of Famer. He didn't play long enough. And I don't care that Jason Taylor got so decade. All these people blowing smoke up your ass, telling you how great you are, how great you were. All these people. Well, the one thing we know for sure that nobody's blowing smoke up your ass saying how good you are. So you don't have to worry about that. (laughs) 
Congratulations, sir. I am still hell-bent on destroying every portion of you, but I'm happy that you get this this uh, wonderful fountain of youth here uh, many years after you played at an almost Hall of Fame level. <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah, I get on Twitter yesterday, and all of a sudden I see this, you know, Levertard poll. <laughs> Does a Jaguar deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking, this is a guy who lives in Miami, who loses to the Jaguars more than maybe any other team in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, but he hates the Dolphins. You don't, you don't hate him, but he doesn't care about the Dolphins. Did you did you play in the 62 to 7 game that, that ended Marino's career, or was that I, after you? No, I was there. I was on that team. <laughs> I mean, you've got the argument ender, don't Bas- you? <laughs> wait, Basali, this is very important because just as easily as I'm on your team, I could just as easily be off your team. And so what I need to know with Dan here on the phone is. What I am asking for is if I come to this Hall of Fame ceremony, okay, for my friend. And again, we're going in together. I know Brunel's making the introduction <laughs> speech, uh, which outrages me, okay? Because uh, yeah, it sorry, should be me. Sorry. And he better you nail were, it because you're waiting until yeah. you hear my speech. He better nail you, it because. Stu, you were on the list. You were on the list. The friends and family on, list? No, you, well, if you want to come, if you're coming Saturday, we're having a big party Saturday night and you were invited. Wow. But you got to tell me if you're coming. Now, okay. So hold on a second. Now, when I sit in the actual stadium and you're being inducted. I will get, I, I will get you in the family and friends section if you oh show up. Oh, my God. Now, last question. Again, I could side with Levitard still uh, <laughs> and Bruce Smith. Okay. Uh, will there be any sort of mention? by Tony Baselli of Stugat in his speech, <laughs> even if it's mocking me, even if you're making fun of me, okay? Like, like, <laughs> like no <laughs> thanks to Stu. Like, <laughs> if, they would, if they would have given us... Now, you know, since, you know, several great players took like an hour and a half up on stage giving their speech, they've now limited us to eight minutes. Right. And so uh, I've had to cut several people, including some family, so Stu... That's the one thing I can't guarantee that you're going to be in the speech because it's a very short speech. Okay. <laughs> but when they pan over to the family and friends section. Oh, you'll be there if you show up. But here's the thing. And this is one thing that where I align with Levitard a thousand percent, a thousand percent. We both know you're not showing up. We wow. both know. <laughs> well, what I know now is you're not mentioning my name in the speech. I mean, that was an important part of my negotiation. Friends <laughs> and family. This is unbelievable. That it's not enough for you to be in friends and family with Baselli. Baselli, look, I've got to go. I've got to How go about a spot you. in the parade? Do I get to sit in the car? There's a parade for you, Baselli, through Canton. Can I sit in the car with you? Can I drive the car? Can I drive the car? Here's the other thing. If you show up at eight in the morning, which I know you won't. Right. I will get you in the parade somehow. Jesus. Oh, my God. You're getting all the good stuff, Stu Gatz. Oh, <laughs> my God. What if Levitard shows up? Does he get anything? I mean, dude, here's the problem with Levitard. I love Levitard like 90% of the time. It's the 10% of the BS that he spouts out of that pie hole of his. It just drives me oh. crazy. Yes, you football players are insane. It's an inhumane sport filled with cockfighters. Glad that they're going to have a ceremony for one of the cockfighters who was almost Hall of Fame worthy, even though I don't think that. I think he was right on the cusp. Just one vote away, my vote away from being a true and genuine Hall of Famer. You needed to play one more season with Jason Taylor stuck in your navel. Well, here's the thing, you know. The reality is that you call it an inhumane sport and, and, and compared to cockfighting, I'm not sure if I should be like, I'm impressed or disappointed, but the reality is it's all you talk about. 
I've never heard someone talk about an in, inhumane sport more than you. So you know what that makes you? That yes. makes you a traitor of That's inhumanity. Right. Wow. Right. Right. You're worse than the people yep. playing it. That's right. That's right. You totally Tony, Tony, if you decided to pound Levitar with your fist at the top of his head, how many pounds before he would be in the ground? Like, could you nail him into the ground with your fist? Like, oh, I, like I like my shoulders are bad. I would like take whatever drugs I need to to just pound him <laughs> and bury him. Hmm. And here's but here's the thing, you know, Stu, I'm going to flip this on you and Levitard right now. Yeah, I'm still waiting. You know, for years, I've been a loyal listener. I listened to all your BS about football, yeah. Levitard, and Stu promising things that he never will do. We all know he'll yeah, never got do. got you in the Hall of Fame, but anyway. No, yeah, like that right there. Yeah. Yeah. And I've never been invited. I, I look at all these other schmoes that you get on the show, and I've never been invited on the show. Right. I'm not sure why I do this. Wow. Podcast, right. Whatever you ask. That's fair. Uh, Dan, I mean, um, I would say <laughs> that we only have seats for Hall of Famers. <laughs> That's not true. I listen. Remember, Starting I next Saturday, it's an open door policy for you. OK, <laughs> gentlemen, I have to go. Much love, Baselli. Uh, congratulations. It was very much earned. You're badass. Thanks. Thanks, brother. I'm Baselli, glad your, how much teeth, would you I'm glad pay your to be- teeth are OK. How much would you pay to be the dentist working on Levitard right oh, now? Like right there, <laughs> to watch him just scream, like squirrel, and be all uncomfortable. And be, it's beautiful. But let's be honest about this, Baselli. The only reason that I uh, criticize you the way that I do, uh, I'm loath to admit it, it's because I'm a giant Okay. <laughs> all right. I mean, that's fair. That's all you can I love ask. It. I love Thank it. you, Dan. Uh, Dan, you, Dan. How about that? Pre-party for me. <laughs> but Stu, we know you're not coming. That's the worst part about this. Yeah, I don't, Billy. I mean, you know how much uh, I care about this, and so when he tells me I'm not going to be mentioned in the speech, but I feel like 8 a.m. I'm in the parade. <laughs> Uh, I am part of friends and family, which is really exciting. And uh, that's part, all the, first ask. of all, the party Saturday night yeah. is going to be epic. It's going to be great. OK, uh, Tony, I think I'm coming. I'm being dead right. serious here. All right. Let me know. I mean, this is Bill- this is the last you're going to hear from him. No, oh, I never. Billy, it's fine. I'm, I'm I where do I go with Baselli? We reached the end of the. <laughs> we reached the end of the relationship. <laughs> I mean, the best was you know, like for years. Stu's like, I am going to like be in front of the parade, pushing you for the Hall of Fame. And then I'd see him right after the vote. And I'm like, Stu, what'd you do? Ah, 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 you know, next year is the year I'm going to <laughs> stump for you. And then I'd like listen to the show and he'd be talking about everyone else but me. Mm, right. Yeah. yeah. But you're in, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter anymore. I spoke to Peter King. I spoke to, <laughs> listen, I did some yeah, behind the scenes I'm work. Sure that- you did. I don't like to brag, Tony. I did some stuff behind the scenes that you'll never know about that, whether you, you believe it or not, helped you, uh, you know, helped your cause. And, That's all. And Stu, I appreciate that. We all know you do things behind the scenes that nobody knows about. And that's where you do yeah. your best work. Yes. Behind the scenes. <laughs> <the shadows. laughs> he does his best work behind people's backs. Yes, exactly. There's no one better at it than you. With a knife. <laughs> uh, has it settled in yet? Like. You're like what ten um, days removed from being enshrined into, into uh, into Canton, into I mean, this is football immortality, Tony. Has it sunk in for you yet? You know, it's it, it, you know, all joking aside, it's it's one of those things that it hits you 
and like the reality that you're going, that you're in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you're one of the best players to ever play the game. Guys, I grew up watching, and it's like over at times it's overwhelming. You're just like, holy cow. Um, and then you know, normal life, and you think about it, it's cool, and then the, it just comes in waves. And I actually hope it never sinks in completely because sure. the reality is, I you know, part of me likes being the you know the little kid growing up watching football and watching all the guys in the Hall of Fame and and um, and being in awe of them. I mean, I love I love going and you know playing golf events and going to events with other Hall of Famers and being one of them now and just <laughs> talking to the old guys. Like we were at the Super Bowl and uh, Larry Zonka and I ended up in the, you know, in the same event at this little lunch. And it was just the two of us. And I sat there for 30 minutes, just talking to him and like, just picking his brain and, you know, experiences and telling stories. And he was a teammate of Tom Coughlin at Syracuse. I mean, it was great. I mean, like that kind of stuff. If you're a fan of, I don't care if you're in the hall of fame or not, if you're a fan of the game, being around those guys, it's just a ton of, for me, a ton of fun for me. I mean, you guys know, I mean, it's why I get on Levitard half the time because when he bad mouths sure. football is inhumane, it, it bothers me actually because I right. love the game so much. And I know what he's and I know what he's trying to get at and what he's saying. He's trying to protect players, which I appreciate at the same time. But I just love the game of football, Stu, and to be a part of the history. Um, and I was part of the history before, but now at a whole nother level is so damn cool. It's just so cool. Um, I asked this in all seriousness. Were you frustrated? Were you mad at the, the comments by Bruce Smith? What did that? Um, they seemed unnecessary to me, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, and I don't want to. I don't want to restart the no, 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 controversy. Yeah, yeah I I, I'm fine talking. Yeah, I'm actually fine talking about it. Um, so let me start at the end. Is Bruce and I have talked, and we are good. Okay. Um, he explained what he was trying to communicate, um, and we're good. And I, res- I mean, I respect Bruce Smith. I mean, he's a great player. We had great battles. Um, he was the best defensive lineman in football at that time. And so, um, now my first reaction when I read it. You know, I'm on. I was on the West Coast doing some stuff, and uh, I wake up fairly early still. And all my buddies from the East Coast, I get text messages. You know, basically saying, "Did you see what was on Instagram?" And you know, I'm not the biggest social media guy, so I went and stumbled through Instagram and found it and read it. And I was like, "What? In the, where in the heck did this come from?" And I, and there was a frustration level, absolutely, because I didn't understand what the motivation was. Um, but the reality is this. I'm in the Hall of Fame, and, and I've said, I said this even the years I didn't make it. I played the game. I played the number of games I did. I played against Bruce Smith and a lot of and other Hall of Famers. Um, my body of work is there for everyone to see. And my career ended early, and I'm tired of talking about it because there's nothing I can do about it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I actually, you know, one thing that, you know, I don't know if I'm proud. I don't know if being proud is the right word word but the reality the reality is is 50 men and women looked at this for six straight years and debated it heavily yeah. and looked at my body of work and they ultimately said he's a hall of famer and at the end of the day that's all that matters and um you know what bruce said he had a perspective about some of the things that were being said by supporters and everything else and we are good uh and it's behind me and you know, I, I, I'm fine talking about it and answering questions, and it, it, but it kind of is what it is. And I'm but mind, he gave you a proper explanation. He apologized. Yeah. He apologized. Um, I'm, I'll keep that private, Stu. Okay. Uh, I'll just say this. At the end of it, both of us were satisfied. Um, he was very uh, uh, complimentary 
and said he was looking forward to seeing me in Canton. And I said good. the same thing to him and uh, we're good. OK, because going into this, I imagine you don't want to be angry at anyone, certainly not a yeah. final hall. Like you want to go into this with a clear head and just have fun and enjoy it with your friends and family. Right. And that's right. And I refuse, regardless of, you know, in the, we, again, we had a good call. We're good. Um, even if it wouldn't have gone great. Right. I'm, if you think I'm letting anything bother me. Right. <laughs> this on this weekend, day. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, you don't think I'm in? you i don't care right <laughs> nothing's gonna bother me so um yeah i'm good i'm good uh are you there, there has to be now listen you could debate whether fred taylor should be in there if you should have been in there earlier if jimmy smith should be in there i happen to think both guys should be in the hall of fame fred and jimmy both fantastic players but i know how much that organization means to you i know how much that city means to you and to be the first Jacksonville Jaguar to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, uh, you have to, there has to be an immense uh, amount of pride that comes with that. And I'm certain like you're thrilled. You're thrilled to be the first, Tony. And quite frankly, the way it worked out in a weird way, uh, you should be the first Jacksonville Jaguar into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it, it, listen, it's a huge honor. I mean, getting into the Hall of Fame is amazing. Being the first Jaguar, you know, I was the first pick. So, you know, I've always... You know, I've been, always been proud of that and felt like there was a responsibility as being that first pick. But I'm glad I was able to live up to it. And now, to you know, kind of have it validated with getting into Hall of Fame is just incredible. As far as Jimmy Smith and, and Fred Taylor, I think they were the among the best of, uh, at their positions while they played. And, and if you look at the entirety of the game, um, they're one of the best to ever do it. And I think one of the benchmarks that should be out there is go talk to guys who played against Fred Taylor and Jimmy Smith. Go ask corners, Hall of Fame corners, who had to try to cover Jimmy Smith. Um, it was not an easy day in the, at the park. It was just not going to – I mean, guys couldn't cover him one-on-one, and he proved it over and over again. And if you look at Fred Taylor, where he sits on the all-time rushing list, where he – you know, yards per carry, he's in elite company with very few that ever did it with that many carries – um, and he was dominant and, you know, sometimes where you play matters, um, just be from the recon uh, recognition standpoint. And then obviously st statistics are very important, um, as well. And we played in a different era, a different offense. Um, but what those guys did on the field, they, I, I, I find myself fortunate to be able to play with guys like that. And because they were the best at what they did at, at the time. Do you imagine now, I mean, now that you're in, you'll be able to flex some muscle a little bit, Tony, and, and help others that you feel like should be in, you know, perhaps get in. I know it's not that easy, but at least the Jaguars now have a voice in the room, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'll make my opinion, you know, as you know, Stu, I'm, I've never yeah. been shy about sharing what I think. Um, another individual that was part of those great Jaguar, early Jaguar teams is Tom Coughlin. Yeah. I'm not sure how Tom Coughlin is not in the Hall of Fame at this point. I mean, winning right. two Super Bowls with the Giants, taking an expansion team to two uh, two AFC title games. I mean, what he did um, goes down in history as one of the best coaching jobs in, in the NFL. And so I will definitely make sure that my opinion is, you know, voiced at least. I don't have a vote. I don't get a vote in that room. And I, and I do. And here's the other thing that I learned during this process of being a finalist six straight years and actually being top 10 all six years um, at the end until I got in um, was I really respect the men and women in that room that do the voting. It's not an easy job. I mean, because if you think about it, you're sitting there trying to look at the greatest guys who ever played this game and um, figure out who deserves to be a hall of famer, who does not. 
and then you start and then you take the, the, the position of an offensive lineman, outside of watching the tape, what st- statistic are you going to go by? I mean, you have to watch the tape. You have to talk to coaches, scouts, players they played against. So it's an extremely hard job, um, and it should be hard to get in the Hall of Fame. And so if any of those voters ever ask me, I'll share my opinion uh, with what I think. But I, I do trust them. I think they've done a good job as kind of the curators um, of the Hall of Fame and, and, and who gets in um, and who becomes a Hall of Famer. Now, you told me to show up at the parade at 8 a.m. Uh, and I, <laughs> if I do show up, I will get there right at 8, uh, 8 a.m. But if you told Tom Coughlin 8 a.m., what time would Coughlin get there? <laughs> no, like, later, no, no later than 7.45. He'd be sitting there with, <laughs> no later. And there's, a chance, and there's a chance it'd be 7.30. I mean, I mean, playing for him, you learn to be on time. I, I mean, I got fined once because I was only three minutes early for the meeting. I, I mean, I wasn't five minutes early. I'm like, wait, the meeting isn't supposed to start. And he didn't care. I mean, you were getting fined. You know, he is a stickler. And I always, I always joked with Tom that he, you know, he puts himself right you know, maybe just right under God himself yeah. um, because he feels like he can dictate and change the reality of time. Like, sure. like 12 o'clock is not 12 o'clock. If you work for Tom Coughlin, it's yeah. 1155 is 12 o'clock. So he's like Amazing. moved like the whole like function of time around somehow <laughs> and, and has gotten away with it for years. Uh, Billy, what, what kind of speech writer or speech deliverer do you imagine Tony to be? Is he going off script? Is he going off the cuff? Like, what do you, is he prepared? Does he have notes? Like, how do you imagine Tony's going to go about this? I think Tony's probably done a lot of thinking of what he's going to do. Maybe write down some notes, but I feel like once you're in the moment, you may kind of get off script. I'm wondering if you think you're going to cry. Like, is the emotion going to get to Ooh, you at some point? point? Maybe mention you know family or something. So, Billy, uh, if there was not a strict time limit of eight minutes, um, I would I would go a couple notes off the cuff. I mean, because I speak all the time. And so, I, I mean, I'm way more comfortable doing that. We've been instructed we have to write it out because we had to submit our speeches to the Hall of Fame because, they're uh, have a tele- because there's a teleprompter. And right. we have to be on- – like, I got a call – I got a call this morning saying, hey, we read through the speech. We think it's a little bit too long. <laughs> and so – Really? <laughs> Who called you? Someone from the Hall of Fame. I mean, now, and, tell and them, listen, I, this is my weekend, not yours, okay? You waited eight years. They give you eight minutes? Like, <laughs> What are they going to do? What are they going to do if you go? Like, Who's going to walk out on stage and get you to stop talking? I'm not sure, but, Billy, I don't want to find out. <laughs> you don't want to be that guy. Like, It's on ESPN or whatever station it is on. I don't know. What, I think it's ESPN or ABC or whatever. I don't want to be that guy that like is getting tackled on stage. You know, have like a Chris Rock, Will Smith moment where like I'm getting uh, physically, you know, assaulted because I went too long. Bruce is going to be looking around. See, I told you guys, I told you. It's going to be Smith in charge of of Baselli. He he might come out, yeah. But, you know, because remember like until last year was the first year they did this. And um, because you remember before that, I mean, guys like Brett Favre and Ray Lewis, they'd go like 45, 60 minutes. And there was no time limit and got and you know, they were great speeches, but that's long and it's hot out there. Right. And I guarantee you, Stu, if you do show up um, and sitting outside, you don't want to sit there for five hours. No, uh, you know, eight minutes seems time. about right for me. <laughs> it, it seems about right. <laughs> you know, every, every, no one likes eight minutes of, uh, for themselves, but they like eight minutes for everybody else. Yes. Uh, if anyone else dares go over eight minutes, though, you better pull them off the stage. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, I, if anyone else in that class, who's the guy most enforcer. likely in that class to exceed eight minutes? You know, that's a good question. Yeah. 
probably me. My bet. <laughs> right. uh, um, as far as crying, Billy, I'm not a big crier. My kids always joke that they never really see me cry, but um, and my daughter behind me right now heard me just say that. She says, you have no emotion, dad. I'm like, great, oh, thanks. Jesus. That, that hurts. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, there's a couple moments because I've gone through it and kind of practicing a little bit. And I think, you know, my dad passed away last year from cancer. And it was, it was sudden. I mean, he went from being active, healthy, and eight months later, he was dead. Um, mm-hmm. and, and when he passed away, and I was not in the Hall of Fame yet, and I – like the, it hit me that he wouldn't be there for the moment. Right. And, and I've had a couple moments of emotion, feeling pretty emotional about that. And I think when I talk about him, um, that's probably the, that could be a moment where I lose it. I'm going to try not to, cause I don't want anyone. Cause I'll, cause I have the type of friends that'll make fun of me. You know, it's sure. like, you know, you know, you know, we all have those friends that they will just, even if it's a nice moment, and everyone else is saying nice things. My friends will come up and say, you know, call me whatever name is yes. inappropriate, is very inappropriate at the moment. Mm-hmm. No, that's what friends do. I mean, my <laughs> exactly. friends made fun of me. My show, the guys on my show were making fun of the eulogy I gave my mom. At yeah, I mean, exactly. It's like, like you, you, can't, you can't do anything right. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's, it's the way it is. Um, are you going to be nervous? Yeah, I think I'll be a little nervous. I mean, you know, you get one shot at this thing and right. uh, it's a big moment. And, you know, I think my biggest fear is like losing track of the teleprompter. I mean, I, I mean, not to make this political, but I've watched our president lately trying to give speeches. And, and I'm, like, the, the former wanna, one, the former. Right? I, I, listen, I, you know, I don't want to be like Ron Burgundy, like start reading like every bit of like <laughs> In, in the middle of it, where it says, like, stop for applause, I finish the sentence and say, stop for applause. I mean, right. that's that, the teleprompter is probably because I've, I've only used it a few times in my life. Um, that's probably my biggest fear of screwing that thing up. Is uh, Brunel prepared or what? How long does Brunel get to, intro- to introduce you? So a, a handful of years, they changed it where the presenter actually does a video. So he's already done a video in the uh, video. And so he'll, he'll be on stage and okay. he'll reveal the bus, but his, his portion will be video recorded and played in the stadium. I would have said no to that anyway. I mean, I'd rather be with friends and yeah. family hanging out. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, that's what I thought. That's why that, I decided. That's a total you know. lie. That's how you would have preferred it. You could have done the video not shown up. But if you're like revealing the bus, then you would want to be there. I literally could have mailed it in, Billy. <laughs> what and would you rather do? What, what would you rather do? Here's a good, uh, would you rather be up doing the speech? Right. Is that the bigger deal? Or would you rather be up on stage and being the one who reveals the bus? I think revealing the bus would have been my my preference. I I, I got to be honest, being mentioned in the speech is probably uh, is, <laughs> it was my ultimate goal. But I will take parade pre party uh, being with friends and family. I will take all of that gladly with a big smile on my face uh, because I'm super happy for you. Now, is Billy also invited? I bring him everywhere I go. <laughs> Billy is invited to the party and we will get a seat for him and the friends and family as well. Whoa. Yeah. Billy, you're not going though. Well, I go if you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. 
if you're in, I'm in, okay? Billy, Billy, this is where you just act excited. Like, yeah, I can't yeah. wait knowing that it'll never happen. Yeah. Exactly. What, what Listen, Billy, well, Billy asked a good question in the chat here, and I know you got to run. Uh, what time does the flight leave, and is that flight a PJ? Are we a uh, private jet, no. me and you? What do you think? No? I'm, you know, I'm actually leaving. Um, I'm actually going up tomorrow. Jesus. Uh, is, yeah, I don't want to well, go there tomorrow. I mean. Well, I'm going to play golf. <laughs> oh, you play golf? Oh, maybe I do. I got, <laughs> I got, yeah, I got three buddies of mine. We, we're playing uh, four days of golf. Wow. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, And then uh, Tuesday's my first Hall of Fame event. Okay. Uh, this is going to be a fun week for you, Tony. This is like you got golf lined up with friends. And you got family coming into town and yeah. dad won't be there. And that's bittersweet. Uh, but this is, this is going to be, and you've been through a lot the last couple of years, both, you know, with your own health and, and of course with your dad. So I'm, I'm glad that you're doing it right, man. You're going to spend a good 10 days up there. You're going to be in the hall of fame. You'll be with people that love you and care about you. Uh, and you'll be having a good time. And we, as a show, and I speak on Le Batard's behalf as well, you know how much we love you and you know how proud we are. Uh, of you and for you. And so just enjoy it, man. Uh, I can't wait to see your smiling face because I am telling you right now, I'm looking you in the eyes, which means nothing, by the way, <laughs> and telling you that if Billy goes, I go. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. Well, he, he, here's my only ask now. Okay. Now that I'm in the Hall of Fame, I expect an invite within the first next 30 days post Hall of Fame to be on the show. Wow. Done. Uh, here's what I will tell you. When I walk in, when I stride into the Radio Hall of Fame, uh, feel free to attend all the same stuff. I'll be there. Listen, okay. I'll, show, I'll show up to the party. Like, I will never turn down a free party because it's okay. a lot of free fun at a free party. And, and so I will I'm mention in. you, right, because that, by that point, you and I will be doing an afternoon drive together afternoon. in Jacksonville because <laughs> I'm tired of Lemon Torch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, get out of here. This has been uh, a fun yeah. ride, man. It's not over for us, Tony, I promise you. But this has been yeah. a fun ride. I'm super, I really am. I'm super happy for you, man. You and your family, uh, you deserve it. Bruce Smith, okay? <laughs> not, listen, oh, Bruce Smith. I said it, not you, Baselli. All right. I'm, a, I'm pro Bruce Smith, all right? No, I'm joking. I'm pro Bruce Smith, too. I know, I, I know, I know. you are. I'm joking. I am. But we are proud of you. You know that. No, I We're super it. happy for you. And, and uh, I look forward to the parade. This is going to be exciting. It is a little early. Perhaps yeah, maybe. Back uh, a little well, bit. Tell you know, me if, if you need to move back, I'll yeah. request it at the Hall of Fame. What day is the parade, just so I know? It's Saturday morning. Oh, it's a I'm Saturday glad. morning, right? Okay, so Billy, we can fly in, fly yeah. out type of deal, right? Yeah. We love you, dude. We're happy for you. Enjoy it. Uh, and I'll see you up there. Appreciate it, brother. All right, man. Okay. So that's it, I guess. Um, Stupidity is done now. And Stugatz spoke to Tony Baselli, and Dan called him. And it seems like Stugatz got what he wanted, I guess. He's going to be in the friends and family section. He's going to be in the parade. But he's not going to be mentioned in the speech. Uh, And truthfully, off air, he told me that he's really going to go to Canton to see Tony Baselli get inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Um, I still don't believe him, though. Happy birthday, Stugatz. Stupidity. Stupidity. 
Duke Alex here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold Miller Lights. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller Time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer.